Cheers. And we're back. Welcome to episode two of the Mixed Drink Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Miller, here with Joe Krieger and Dante Huffcutt-Grant. Guys, it's, it's good to be back with you for episode two. It's been, been a while, man. Too long, too long. It's been about a week, all right? So we got a little bit to catch up on. And this is really your first and last word for sports talk. I know there's Sports Center. Eh, whatever. There's not a whole lot going on. Football's over. Baseball's over. Yeah, we got the Dan Patrick show. We got Get Up with Mike Greenberg. I'm trying to sleep in. I'm not trying to get up. I'm here for the Mixed Drinks Sports Podcast. So we're going to take care of you. I hope you guys have a little bit of fun along the way. We're going to try to laugh. Welcome to the show. With that being said, I want you guys to listen in for the podcast. I want you to listen through the whole thing. Reason being, we have a giveaway. At least, we're, we're passing out C-notes, boys. Passing out $100 bills. You can find out how a little bit later in the podcast. With that being said, let's jump right into it. I want to introduce you guys to a little bit of what we're about, who we are, where we come from. Now, we're Minnesota kids, right? We all went to Henry Sibley. Shout out Mendota Heights. Now, Dante played a little bit of football. We talked about it in the last podcast. Dante, basketball, football, give us the rundown. Yeah, I played I played uh, quite a few sports in high school. We spoke about it on the first podcast, but yeah, I um, I uh, let myself go a little bit. Um, very big former athlete. Uh, uh, I still try to grind it out with a little softball here and there, and a little basketball if I can. Um, toss the pigskin around as much as possible. But yeah, um, very very uh, in quotes former athlete. So Dante sure. has the resume, and it speaks for itself. Joe. Does not have a resume, so I'm going to let him speak for it. Joe, what was high school sports like for you? Well, high school is where it pretty much stopped for me, <laughs> <laughs> as far as the sports go. But I tend to think of myself as the intramural MVP, if you will. Uh, I still, just like Dante, I like to pick up the rock in, uh, as the Iceman, they call me, <laughs> to put up some three-pointers now and then, play a little softball with Dante in the summer, which I cannot be more looking forward to. Maybe a little golf. Who knows? I, I just can do it all. I can really do it all. Let's say Joe Joe slides head first in softball. Let's just say that. It's happened multiple times. Tyler hasn't witnessed this. Joey Gohard. Hardo. The, the effort will never stop, boys. <laughs> the effort will never stop. Now, the effort never stops here on Mixed Drink Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler. I want to give you a little bit of background. We don't even need to talk about my accolades, all right? It's not that they speak for themselves. There's just not a lot to talk about. So getting back to it. It's funny, I was sitting here, and I, I know I haven't even really told you guys this, I was sitting here the other day, I was with my grandma, dear old grandma Audrey, 65, somewhere between 65 and 95 years old, I don't know if her birth certificate <laughs> really exists, I don't think she has a birth certificate, she's just been grandma Audrey for as long as, I, so we're sitting here, we're watching college hockey, St. Cloud State, at home, defending home ice, and I'm telling her, I'm like, wow, grandma, this play reminds me of when I, she stopped me, she goes, I didn't even know you played in high school. I thought you just sat on the bench. And it's like, I'm telling you guys, it's like when you're in school and you get roasted by the teacher. I literally was scrolling through Instagram. I put my phone down. And I said, Grandma, thank you. I that, that means a lot. I appreciate that you would say that about me. So if you guys need to know a little bit about my high school career, all you need to know is right there is my grandma thought I spent most of the time on the bench. The annoying thing is it was accurate. 
It was right. Yeah. I, I did spend most of the time on the yeah. bus. Well, and she probably wasn't even trying to be mean, right? She literally just said it. That like, was the worst like, part. Like, that was the worst like, part. She was just genuine. She's like, I, I didn't even know. I wish you would have told me. I would have, I would have drove down to watch your game. And, oh, Grandma, I, sure. Right. I, I, I told was you multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hop into it. A little bit of sports talk today. Now we'll get into when we start passing out C notes a little bit later in the podcast. I don't want you guys to forget about that. Don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram at Mixed Drinks Sports. Mixed Drinks Sports. If you can't spell, if you can't hear, if I got a little stutter, it's M I X E D S P O. Wait, M I X E D Drinks. Drinks, D R I N K S Sports. Yeah. All right. I need to lay off the drinks here a little bit. All right. At Mixed drinks sports follow us on instagram we'll be passing out hundred dollar bills a little bit later in the podcast stay tuned so speaking of podcasts what are we talking about today we got the cba and the nfl proposed now this was proposed last week when we recorded just barely after we got done we we finished the 17 game schedule and an extra wild card for both the afc and nfc playoffs now i want to get your guys' take we talked about the 17 game schedule let's just assume this goes through Let's assume now, right now, the owners have agreed to the CBA. They pass it along to the players. Uh, let's assume they vote on it. They say, okay, it sounds good. 17th game schedule. That 17th game, if you're looking at even numbers, we got eight home, eight on the road. Now there's a 17th game. Dante, what are we going to do with this extra game? Where do we play it? Oh, uh, yeah. We, <laughs> we were talk- we've conversated about this a lot recently in the past week. Um, we're talking about like college stadiums that would be fun to play at that um, that are like the big house, big stadiums like eighty thousand, seventy five thousand plus. Not like TCF Bank Stadium where there's only fifty thousand fans, but to have fans that are maybe in states that don't get to see a professional game like Iowa, Nebraska, um, like Wyoming or something like that. I thought that would be cool to have that seventeenth game just as like a kind of wild card location if you will if that makes any sense yeah in case you're wondering mixed drink sports podcast we're bringing football from the nfl to wyoming that is our that we're dying on the cross for that one right there we want to bring professional football to wyoming so joe i'm curious with the extra game in the afc and the nfc now last year the St. No, sorry, St. Louis Rams. They're in Los Angeles now, yeah, right? Thank you, Stan Kroenke. The the Los Angeles Rams and the Pittsburgh Steelers would have made it into the playoffs. Now I'm just curious. We can go back as far as you want. Do you think that those teams this year in the playoffs would have actually made a difference in the playoffs pictures and inevitably in Kansas City winning a Super Bowl? I mean. Maybe, man. I think the L.A. Rams of all teams, they've got Goff, they've got Gurley, they've got Aaron Donald, they've got, hell, Clay Matthews. They've you don't got... want to line up against that squad. No, they're they're really talented on paper, but they, they do, in turn, remind me kind of of the Cleveland Browns. They've, they've got a lot of players, they've got a lot of big names, but I don't know if they would have done a whole lot. It would have been interesting, though, Tyler. It would have been really cool to watch, and I do like the aspect that they're talking about one team on the bye. It makes it so much more important for that team to get that bye. Now, for those of you not in the know, when he talks about one team on the bye, there's going to be a number one seed in the NFC, number one seed in the AFC. Those are the only teams that are going to get a bye this year. And they're actually part of the proposed CBA is they're going to get an additional game check for getting the number one seed. Now, this year, as the playoffs stand, the first and second overall seed in both AFC and NFC get a bye. 
Now there's only going to be one team in both conferences that get a bye. That's going to make a big difference because if I remember correctly, Kansas City was the only team or it was the second team that got a bye this year along with the Ravens. They ended up going all the way. Mm -hmm. So it does make a difference, Dante. Yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, People are just going to be fighting harder for that one seed now. It's going to matter a lot more that there's not a one and a two seed that get a home game and a bye throughout the playoffs. So it's going to make a hell of a lot of difference. And they're going to be looking to get these game checks that they're going to get at the end if they get that one seed. Well, and it makes a difference too because – Part of this, now, it would be cool. I'd love NDSU Stadium to get a Vikings game. It'd be funny to see a bunch of 50,000 Vikings fans in the Fargo Dome. For you of those that aren't, for those of you that are not in the Midwest, uh, NDSU, NDSU football is a big deal. National champions almost every year yep. against Sam Houston in Texas. Um, but with that being said, when you are the number one seed, it's going to make a huge difference on having that buy going forward because I think the last team that was a number that wasn't I didn't have a buy going into the playoffs and had to play all three games to get to the Super Bowl was the 2012 Baltimore Ravens. So it's been a while since <laughs> any team has won a Super Bowl without having that buy in the first week. Yeah, 100%. Those Ravens had a outstanding defense too and people were wacko for Flacco at the time. Well, um, he's going deep to Jacoby Jones. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. And Jacoby Jones is running back the kick return. After the lights go out. Okay. Now, with the CBA, this is just something we're kind of going off the cuff here, going off the beaten path. I am curious, with the new collective bargaining agreement and how the salary cap is going to work, it's going to bump up a little bit. Now, Joe, I'm, I'm just wondering, if you could have the collective bargaining where NFL quarterbacks do not count against the salary cap, you can pay Patrick Mahomes, you can pay TB12, Hell, you could pay Wacko Flacco. You can play. You can pay Shane Falco whatever you want with the replacements, right? We could be heroes just for one day. Do you think that it would be a benefit to the NFL to keep the QBs off the salary cap and just have them as their own separate thing? Oh, absolutely, man. I mean, be fun. Well, look at the Chiefs right now. They they have Mahomes making his rookie contract, and I thought about this the other day because the quarterback position i mean the vikings know it they've got kirk cousins making what 30 million dollars all guaranteed money it hamstrings them no exactly exactly and it it really seems like teams are set up for success if your name is not tom brady or the new england patriots to be on that rookie contract for the quarterback position to be able to pay all these players to have a talented team around that rookie quarterback contract so yeah i mean it would make a huge difference for these nfl teams it would be really actually entertaining for us because then teams would just have the luxury of paying a lot of different players. It's interesting now because you talk about the Minnesota Vikings. This podcast is brought to you in Minnesota, so we have a lot of Vikings culture going around, a lot of people pulling for the Vikings. A lot of people hate on Kirk Cousins, and I think it's interesting because he has that, what, $78 million guaranteed. Yeah. One of the, and it might even be up to $84 million guaranteed. It was the first ever fully guaranteed quarterback contract and Dante, I, if Kirk Cousins didn't have that money guaranteed that counted against the cap, I don't think people would hate him as much in Minnesota. No, it, it, they're just putting their money into one big pot of Kirk Cousins, which people have said he can't win the big game. But, I mean, ha- having a QB on their own is, is would be kind of nice. Then it, Kirk would just be, like, by himself. It, they, they're not paying attention to him. They're paying attention more to Dalvin's restructured contract coming up. Uh, They'd be able to sign Dalvin. Yeah, Stephon Diggs that. maybe not bitching about stuff and trying to go to somewhere <laughs> else. Don't get me started on that. Um, and and signing all these defensive guys that we have. Um, yeah, it, it would definitely be an interesting take. 
All right, for our listeners in Minnesota, Dante, you tell me yes or no. You can get into it a little bit if you want. We're going to open up the mic to you. Are you bringing back Stefan Diggs? Now, assuming that he's down to come back to Minnesota, which there are some grievances there, if you were the GM running the Vikings, are you bringing back Stephon Diggs? Yeah, the, uh, Rick Spielman had an um, interview at the Combine uh, a few days ago. They're talking that because everybody's kind of worried that Stephon Diggs uh, is is a kind of a, a drama queen here in Minnesota, but he's coming off a career year, and Rick Spielman says they have a great relationship. Him, Zimmer, um, all the front mm-hmm. office people, and the players. But um, there also is another take that Tra- Chad Greenway, a former Viking linebacker. Um, just said that that's just how Diggs is. If you get to know him off the field, he's a great guy. He's an awesome, awesome uh, off the field guy. But he's kind of wa- he wants to be the number one guy in Minnesota or wherever he goes. And it's always known as Thielen and Diggs, not Diggs and Thielen. So coming off a career year, I think he wants to be with the team that wants him to be the one. But um, I- I'm willing to do whatever. I mean, we got BC Johnson who came up last year big for us in a few games. Uh, we have a good tight end core. As long as we sign Dalvin Cook, I think that's our main go-to because we're, we're, we're back to the I-formation, ground-and-pound type of football that the Vikings are used to. Now, this is why the NFL is king because we're less than four weeks removed from the Super Bowl and we're sitting down breaking down Minnesota Vikings rosters. All 32 teams can do this. They can break down their roster. They can break down their draft stock, who they're going to take in the draft, who they're not going to take, who they're going to trade for. At the end of the day, I feel like at the start of every year, all 32 teams, with maybe the exception of the Bengals, think they have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. Now, they might be getting uh, BD Joe, right? We all know what BD stands for, right? But uh, even with the Bengals, the reason the NFL is king, they all have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. At least their fan base thinks so. Now, with that being said, we're talking about good off-the-field guys, Stephon Diggs. I want to talk about those big names, those celebrities. Mixed Drink Sports has been on Instagram for less than a week. Less than a week, we make Mixed Drink Sports. We already have our first celebrity sighting. For those of you listening, I'm Tyler. I run Mixed Drink Sports on Instagram. You can slide in the DMs. Now, we already had a celebrity hit us up on Mixed Drinks. I have not even told these guys who is on Mixed Drinks, who's already commented on us, who's showing us love. So I'm going to open up the forum. I just want to hear Go ahead. I, I'm, I, I'm thinking it's like I, it, it, Jamie Lynn Spears, maybe? Like <laughs> from Zoey 101? Massey? Massey that show was fire. That was a great show. That was a great show. Now, Joe, fill us in. If you had to guess, who do you think... Our first ever celebrity interaction with less than a week being live on Instagram. Who do you think hit us up? Please tell me it was Justin Bieber. (laughs) It wasn't quite Justin Bieber singing Baby to us. We're talking about that yummy, yummy, yum. So we don't have Justin Bieber. Dante, do you have a guess? This is just fun for me at this point. uh, We were talking about this earlier. I'm trying to... like. Um, I thought it was Ashton Kutcher, quite <laughs> frankly. Or I, Mosby from Swim, Zach, and Cody, if anybody remembers. Either Mosby or... I'm sticking with the Disney Channel theme. Um, Brenda Song? <laughs> or um, 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 Ashley Tisdale? No. Um, I'm thinking uh, Eddie from That's a Raven. Or Orlando oh, Brown's yeah. crazy or, or Orlando ass. Yeah. Brown. Yeah. No, Orlando Brown's God, locked he's up. Rapper. He's serving three to five. Just kidding. He Is might he not jail? be. 
free Orlando Brown. No, I'm sure he's not. Oh. Okay, I wouldn't so be surprised. It's not Orlando Brown. It's not Mosby. It's not Justin Bieber. We're, we're just running down Disney Channel characters at this point. It wasn't Ariel for The Little Mermaid. For those of you that are wondering, sh- should I let him know? Yeah, yeah, I tell yeah. Yeah, we got hit back twice. These were two separate comments in the first week by Frank Caliendo, uh, Mr. Voice Impressions. He's on the NFL Network. He does the Fox Sports kickoff every once in a while. He'll hop up there with Rob Riggle, and he'll always do the John Gruden voices. He'll do the John Madden voice. Anyone named John. John Hancock. He can do anybody. He's he's amazing. Now he does the Morgan Freeman voices, right? Yep, so he yep. just does impressions. Yep. And and he hit us up on Instagram. He had a couple comments on a video, uh, and he shouted us out. So that's cool. Now Frank Caliendo has his own podcast. You can guys go check it out after you're done listening with this. But it was just fun. It's one of those things that I was like, we've had this up for for less than a week. Now next on our list, if you guys had a choice. Who do you want to hear from on the Mixed Drink Spot, Sports Podcast? Who do you want to hear on our Instagram page? If they were to hit us up on Instagram, uh, who would be like the number one? Like, oh, that would be so sick if he shouted us Anybody out. Anybody from Barstool, that would be kind of funny, I think. Because we're not like on a sports center plateau where we're kind of just a little more silly with our stuff. But we do give good hot takes, I think. I think we can all agree here. But anybody from Barstool would be kind of cool. Like Big Cat or El Prez or I'm not, not, a, not a huge Barstool guy, but... Um, one of these two guys, or um, there's a few other guys. A ton of these people have podcasts. That uh, part of my take has a great podcast that I listen to. Yeah. So, so Dante's like not trying to hear from any you know good looking Instagram chicks. He's trying to hear from some of the. Oh, dudes if we're talking from about Barstool. if we're talking no, no, about no, no, DMs, I got you. You're then. good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so Joe, you have anyone to pick from sports podcast? You have the entire sports landscape professional. I mean, you could hear from Mosby. Uh, <laughs> Running the Tipton, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. If you did have a choice of anyone in the world you could hear from on our podcast or on our Instagram, who would it be? Dude, I want either Shannon Sharp. (laughs) I want either Shannon Sharp or Stephen A. coming at us, giving us a shout out, taking a listen and letting us know that we're at least half decent or, you know, half funny. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be awesome, man. You guys want that pat on the back. I, I I can dig it. I was thinking uh, back to the the first episode. If Giselle Boonchin, Giselle Boonchin hit us up, <laughs> bro, why, I, why I, the chipmunk? Chilling. <laughs> if she hit me up, I'd be so psyched. Hey, at Mixed Drink Sports, chilling with Tom. Is that Tom, Tom Brady's wife? That's Tom Brady. Yeah, it's Tom Brady's wife. Chilling with Tom right now. Uh, just listening to you guys' podcast. Hope you're having a great day. So casual. Yeah, like, I, don't think, like I don't that. think she's going down. No, it really would have been. Speaking of Tom Brady, though, uh, it leads me into our next point. Where is Tom going this year? Now, if you guys aren't caught up to speed, it's 227. We're at the end of February, heading into March. It's a leap year, so there's an extra day in, in, in February. But uh, Tom Brady, it's reported now. Now, I shouldn't say reported. There's rumors. There's always rumors going around draft time that odds are he's not heading back to New England. So I'm curious. We can go. Everyone can look up the rumors. They can look to see where he's going. I know Oakland's been talked about. Miami's been talked about with Brian Flores, a former Patriots coach. If you had your choice, Dante, you could drop him on any team. You can't pick the Vikings. No, no. Almost any of the teams. Where would you put Tom Brady? What situation would fit him best? Oh man, I, there's not even a situation that I think would fit him the best. I think he can. He's a he's a one once in a lifetime, once in a, no, once in a fifty years plus type of player. 
So I think he can bring and recruit players with him. I'm trying to think of a team that I would love for him to go to. Nobody, obviously, in the NFC North because I don't feel like dealing with him. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with having Trubisky and Stafford and and uh, and who's the other? Oh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Um, in our division, I'm thinking weirdly enough. Weirdly enough, I want either Matt Ryan out of out of Atlanta with that team because. I, I just I think he's he's done, and I want Tom Brady going there, or I want, like I said in the other podcast, San Diego. Philip Rivers gone, and Tom Brady going to the uh, Los Angeles San Diego Los Angeles Chargers. Now that's actually a possibility. The Los Angeles Chargers. People are going to say San Diego till the end of time, uh, but Tom Brady could possibly end up in Los Angeles, and the Chargers they need to sell tickets. They're moving into a new stadium. The L.A. Rams are king. Los Angeles Lakers are king. I mean, as big as football is, hell, the L.A. Kings are bigger than the Los Angeles Chargers. Joe, if you had your pick, where are you putting Tom Brady? Dude, and you guys are probably going to find this one funny, but I I sat and thought about this today because I I saw on ESPN reports that he's willing to move, and I actually think it's going to happen. I know last podcast we were talking about it. We we Dante and I that beat was like, oh, he's going to stay. He's going to he's going to stay with Belichick, dude. I want to see him with a new challenge in the NFC. I want him going to the G men. I want him going to the Giants. You want him <laughs> going to dude, replacing Danny Dimes, dude. I respect Danny Dimes. I will respect him. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. He's a Duke alumni. Smart kid. But I think Danny Dimes needs one more year, one more year behind the great, the GOAT, Tom Brady. They've got Darius Slayton. They've got Saquon Barkley. They've got Sterling Shepard. They've got Golden Tate. They've got the weapons, man. They just didn't have the record. And that division is up for grabs. I want Tom Brady in New York to the Giants. Make your phone calls. Let's go. We got Tom Brady going to the Chargers, Tom Brady going to the Giants. Now, between the Chargers and the Giants, let's just realistically play this scenario out. What team has most more wins in the regular season? The Giants or the Chargers? Yeah, between those two, if Tom Brady were to go, oh, if he goes there, down. oh, because Saquon's Barkley is in New York, probably, Saquon's. probably, probably the New York Football. I thought Giants. it was Daquan Barkley. Whatever, same thing. But the the Chargers have a good running back in Melvin Gordon. Shout out to the Badgers. We're all Minnesota guys, but the Badgers are good. Now, the Patriots right now are rumored to be picking up the Chargers tight end anyway. So those are the weapons Tom wants if they go to him. So it's just interesting with Tom Brady going to the Chargers, going to the Giants. Now, I know this isn't a popular take. I know it's not going to be hot take, uh, hot take Thursday, but I think... Think he ends up back with the Patriots. You know what's interesting to me would be if Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are spreading all these rumors. If they're just sitting back in New England, chilling in Massachusetts, just laughing at the league, clamoring over Tom, knowing dang well he's going to be signing a two-year deal, getting his $40 million, coming back and leading the Patriots to another Super Bowl. Was that seven? I could easily... Uh, yeah, that would be seven, but I could easily see that. I, I'm glad that you brought that up. That would, those would, These would be the two guys that would do that, or the organization that would do that. They would make everybody think, ha, 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 Tom Brady might be leaving New, York, or, uh, New England, and then he signs a two-year deal. Heck, he might sign a three-year deal and just... Have us all fooled. Now, Huge it takes, buzz kill. It, it takes everyone's attention off of 
the New England Patriots because they're trying to pick up Tom Brady. They're trying now they're going to stop going after their free agents. They might do a little less due diligence in the draft trying to pick up Tom Brady. It it sounds like in the musical chairs of free agent quarterbacks that he's the first one to fall. You got other teams focusing on them. It gives the Patriots a leg up. Yeah, no, absolutely. And but that that goes for my next question to you though, Tyler. The Patriots are in that awkward position right now where they may or may not sign him, or at least it's rumored to be talking about. Do the Patriots draft a quarterback this year? So they better if they're not bringing back Tom Brady. The crazy thing, and it brings me back to, was it 2012, 2011, when John Elway makes the call to Peyton Manning? And at the time, I think the Dolphins were odds-on favorite to sign Peyton Manning when Andrew Luck was coming into the draft. And the, and the Colts, excuse me, held on to the first pick overall. The question that, that, that circles in my mind that just does not make sense with the story in TB12 going anywhere else is who are the Patriots replacing him with? Matt Castle. Matt Castle, yeah. Mr. Mr. 10 and 6. Yep. Yeah, so Matt Castle. Now, realistically, Matt Castle's probably flipping burgers at Burger King, spitting on your onion rings. But <laughs> at this point right now, who are the Patriots going to replace Tom Brady? When Peyton Manning left the Colts, Andrew Luck was the heir apparent. It all made sense. I don't think Bill Belichick trading old Jimmy G-Strap, Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick and a basket of flowers and a refill on the vending machine in New England is going to just let his franchise dwindle in the balance at the tail end of his coaching career, not having a quarterback lined up. Now, for those of you that are listening that might have forgot, they got rid of Jimmy Garoppolo to San Francisco. They shipped off Jacoby Brissett that same year to the Colts. Balling out with the Colts, by the way. Playing well. I mean, he would be, the, I would say, the best backup in the league. One of the... Uh, uh, Middle-of-the-road starters. Yeah. But they don't have anybody in line. Now, they took a guy a couple years ago. I don't know if he's going to pan out or not. I don't even know his name. He's Mr. Irrelevant it at says, this point. It says Jarrett Stidman. Stidham? Stidham. Stidham is their backup right now. I don't even know who this guy is. I'm looking at him right now. But he looks exactly like Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo put together. So this might be one of the Patriots chicks they have up their sleeves. I don't know. Now I'm curious, Dante, maybe while we're chit-chatting here a little bit, you can look up where the Patriots are sitting at in the draft. While we look that up for you guys, we're going to remind you, we're passing out C-notes, we're passing out $100 bills on our Instagram, at Mixed Drink Sports. We're going to give you a little bit of information on that just in a bit, so keep listening. It's coming. Free money. You can turn us off. You're missing out. You can't take your girl out because you don't have any money. You might as well finish the podcast. We'll take care of you. Do not worry. Now, with that being said, we're going to go from one goat to another. Do you know where they're drafting yet, Dante? I'm looking. I'm trying to find it here. Um, they they have a first. Okay. They don't have a second. They, they have, have a third. They have a third. Three thirds. Looks like, right? Now, let's just look at this realistically, okay? Oh, now, Justin... Justin Hurts, or excuse me. Justin Herbert? Jalen Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That's going to be maybe the only big name quarterback left after the first round. Uh, But all your main quarterbacks, the Atuas, the Joe Burrows, 
that they're all going to be gone within the first mm-hmm. 10 picks. It's projected that four quarterbacks could be going in the in the first 10 picks of the draft, which seems to be happening more often than not nowadays. I don't think there's anyone left over for the Patriots actually to take unless they want to take a flyer. Bill Belichick wants to take some, change some schemes and go with a Jalen Hurts, more of a playmaker, but not a natural passer. That's the thing is with the Patriots, everybody like looks at these quarterbacks that are coming out of the draft or skill players that are coming out of the draft and they're like, the Patriots should go snag this guy. He's a highly touted player. He plays at a big uh, power five school, but the Patriots don't do that. They do well at, Drafting guys who don't people don't know, like Julian Edelman coming out of college, nobody knew who Julian Edelman oh, was. Kent State, Kent State, exactly. Yeah, he, they come out, they they develop those players, they make them have a great attitude. They they I bet I bet you half these players that come to the Patriots are just scared shitless to start for this team. So that's a good thing. That means they work harder and they and they start to intertwine with the team a little bit more and they get their mentality correct before they can do the physical stuff on the They team. start following that Patriot exactly, way. Exactly. Speaking of Patriot way, Tom Brady, one goat to another. We want to switch gears on you a little bit here. We just saw a game. Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans made their way to L.A., Fresh off the Kobe Kobe Bryant memorial service on 224. Now, LeBron, I feel like it was one of those statement games. He puts up a 40-piece. The Lakers walk out of Staples Center with a win. Is this LeBron James's way of saying, this is still my league, Zion? Oh, absolutely, man. Like, if you really think about it, and he knows it, it they, they're matched up against each other. Although, Zion only guarded him, I believe, three times. And yeah. LeBron was like one for three. Beside the point... LeBron James, 40 points, 17 of 27 from the field. And Zion Williamson had his 29, 28, 29 points. LeBron gave him his respects after the game. It was kind of cool for me to watch as a 26-year-old fan because it seems like it was kind of that game where we got to watch the veteran LeBron James at 35 years old uh, against Zion Williamson, who appears to be the future of the NBA. Yeah. So it, it was really a cool game to watch. The Lakers ended up winning 118 to 109. Uh, but it, it really could be a fun matchup in the next couple of years, having LeBron probably stay until his kids in the league. Now, you talk about LeBron James being guarded by Zion. I think the Pelicans need to put their best defender on Zion's refrigerator. That dude is getting thick. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Now, you talk about just a change of the guard, Zion versus LeBron. Dante, what did you see in this game with New Orleans coming to Staples Center? Well, I, I like this New Orleans team. They're they're uh, a good team to kind of try to sneak into the playoffs. They have a lot of young guys that they've gotten from the Lakers. They had that number one overall pick that they obviously took Zion with. Zion's just a freak, man. He's he's a workhorse. He is an undersized power forward slash center that has is developing a jump shot. It still looks pretty damn ugly to me, but. It's Joe Krieger. He's knocking down jump shots from from the three point range, and and if, if if he's knocking down, it's the same with LeBron. If LeBron is knocking down three pointers, it's ridiculously difficult to yeah. guard him. Uh, side note: LeBron, when LeBron scores thirty or more this year with the Lakers, they're eighteen and zero. So I I just see that there's not going to be a passing torch in the next two or three years. But Zion's definitely going to be getting his, and has been since he's came back from that knee injury. All right, fast poll. Let's assume LeBron's hitting his jumper this year. Who are you guys taking the NBA Finals? Who is knocking off the Lakers, if anyone? Nobody. Nobody. That, no. There's no. I, I don't mean, even have an answer for that. For, 
No, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, for all purposes of the question, the Clippers. I mean, it's just the L.A. L.A. game. I, I can see them. You know, they got Kawhi. They got Paul George. I Clip can... City, Chip City. Yeah, exactly. Lob City. The yeah, Clippers yeah. have been struggling as of recent, too. So, if I'm going to say somebody and I have to answer the question, it's going to be in the NBA Finals with Giannis and the Bucks. They just have a really deep squad, and they have a lot of shooters out around Giannis. Um, but I don't... LeBron, LeBron has just been there too many times. AD is hungry for a chip. All these other guys who are on the Lakers team are hungry for a chip to get another one. Rondo to get another one. JaVale to get another one. And I don't see anybody stopping this team. They're just... LeBron paces himself so well throughout the year, and then once playoff time comes, he gets so focused, and it's just it's really hard to stop. Unless, barring an injury, knock on wood. Well, those listening at home, you heard it here first. You might as well go to Vegas to put money down. Because we got the Lakers and LeBron. Now, I'm assuming LeBron's going to be the star of the squad when they win the finals. Is is this AD's team? Uh, not right now, no. I mean, it's LeBron's team right now. Um, AD, assuming he's going to stay in L.A. for the duration of his career, it will eventually be his team. Uh, but for right now, until LeBron leaves that team, or the league for that matter, that that's his team. That's, that's LeBron in L.A. And... Uh, yeah, I, I think this season really is going to uh, attest to that fact, and I think that he will bring home a championship. 4-1, Lakers against the Bucks. That's my prediction. It's more It's more than uh, just LeBron's team. It's LeBron's league, like we said. Who's going to pass the torch and who's going to get receive the torch next? LeBron, he still runs this league. I don't care what all these analysts say, Kawhi, Giannis. When you think of the NBA right now, you think of LeBron James being what? He's 35 years old now, 36 years old. Like he that. still runs the NBA. Everything runs through him. The ratings go down when he's not in the finals, which he has been in for the past, what was it, 10 years prior to last year? He's in the last eight, eight. NBA finals okay, yep. between Miami and Cleveland. Yep. And I think he's got a 3-5 and five record overall, yep, right? Yep, yep. Foolish. Now, speaking of free money, you go bet the Lakers in Vegas. We're telling you right now they're going to win. There's a little bit more free money on the table here. Now... We talked about mixed drink sports on Instagram. We want you guys to give us a follow. We're going to make it a little bit more intriguing for you. The first 10 folks, and we teased this a little bit earlier in the podcast, the first 10 people to follow us on at mixed drink sports, we need you to follow. I want you to DM us to the word done. D-O-N-E. We're going to be passing out C-notes. $100 to the first 10 people that follow us on at Mixed Drink Sports. We can send it to your Venmo, your Cash App, your old lady. Hell, we can even send it to your cousin. We'll give you Instagram. We'll give you the follow. You hit us back at Mixed Drink Sports. $100 Visa gift card coming to you. And you can say thank you. Just call us St. Nicholas. Follow and share our posts that we're going to be posting coming up here in a little bit of our second podcast. You guys share the podcast. Follow us on at Mixed Drink Sports. Be one of the first 10 people to DM us the word done. D-O-N-E. It sounds like Joe's almost had his fill of mixed drinks. He sounds like he might be done. Uh, but at Mixed Drink Sports, $100 coming your way. First 10 people. Do not wait. 
You're going to regret it. That $100, what, what are you buying with $100? What's uh, Applebee's $100 gift card. $100 so gift card Applebee's. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Joe, that's what funny. are you spending $100 on? I'm a grown adult. Three tanks of gas. It's $33, <laughs> 15 gas. That's three tanks that's of gas. Buy buy <laughs> I thought it was going to be a buy-in at Canterbury Casino. <laughs> or that, or that. You want to buy-in. You want to go to that tonight? I will gladly sit down and have a mixed drink with you at the Canterbury Park. There we go. We got something to talk about. We're getting into some nefarious activity. And speaking of nefarious activity... We've missed this. We've been chomping at the bit to talk about this for the last week. We got Greg Robinson, offensive tackle. Oh, sorry. Let me pass this to Joe. We got Greg Robinson, 157 pounds of marijuana busted on the El Paso, Texas, Mexico border. Like, what is this dude thinking? Now, for those of you at home, who's Greg Robinson? Offensive tackle, Cleveland Browns. Uh, how much is this guy making? 157, mil- or 157 pounds of marijuana. He's just got a little side hustle. This is basically the Uber for NFL players, right? Wrong. $5.5 million per year annual salary. What is going through this guy's brain? Dude, it, I'm telling you, and I don't want to bash on the organization, the Cleveland Browns just find trouble and I don't know what it is about the Cleveland Browns whether it be Johnny football or whatever the case may be the Cleveland Browns just can't stay out of trouble and I don't dude I don't know what he's thinking like like why though 157 pounds he could have been selling to the 12 year olds in Akron Ohio like not 157 pounds he's asking to get caught 157 pounds we looked up a picture of what 157 pounds or what it looked like it was a Take a Ford Expedition trunk and throw four or five body bags, basically, of weed into the trunk. <laughs> That's what it looked like. So that is just, and um, I don't, I don't even get like what he. I obviously intend to sell, but I do not understand what is going on through some athletes' heads, especially at that high of a level. Now, so, is this dude getting cut? Is he getting cut by the Browns at this point? I, I read, don't know. I, I, I read. Know. I read something on my computer. Once again, the Cleveland Browns have to be the dumbest people in the world to even consider keeping this player. But there was a question that asked one of the owners, or, or not the owner, uh, someone in the front office, do you think they're going to cut Greg Robinson? And he said, well, we're going to weigh out our, <laughs> our our positives and negatives with him. And I'm like, dude, he's carrying literally Odell Beckham in a bag, like, we, like weight-wise, pounds-wise, compared to how big... Odell is, and it's just like, dude, you gotta cut him, you gotta get rid of him. There's On the no pro way. side, Greg Robinson is the connect. There's no problem. Right. He's the right, plug. No if anyone there's, needs that medicinal, Greg Robinson's got the Cleveland no Browns taken care of. Now, what's the con side of, of Greg Robinson? He might be doing two to three years on the federal bend, yeah. bending over and touching his toes like a ludicrous soundtrack mm-hmm. from 2002. Joe, put a cherry on top of this story. What are you doing with Greg Robinson if you're the GM of the Cleveland Browns? I, dude, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, I might keep him just I because of how much. Yeah, I might, I might give him a five-year, $200 million contract. I mean, hell, the team's got Kareem Hunt on the roster right now. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, all jokes aside, I'm probably cutting him if I'm the GM. You have to make a statement. He's the second overall pick. It's really a damn shame. Uh, second overall pick in the 2014 draft, by the way. But... It's really a damn shame, but you, you gotta let him go. You've you've gotta just start fresh. Maybe draft a draft a lineman, figure it out. But I don't I don't know, man. It's, it reminds me of Laramie Tunzel when he came out of the draft. Was he uh, Old Miss? 
Yeah. And, and he got, <laughs> like, literally 10 minutes before the draft starts, someone posts a video or a picture of him on, on Twitter, Twitter of him with a, with a gas mask on, smoking the ganja. That guy's probably sitting back on his couch right now laughing because of all the draft reports of stay away from Laramie Tunzel. And this dude hasn't even seen 157 pounds of marijuana. Old Greg Robinson's out there slinging like he's the candy man, Walter White, <laughs> on Breaking Bad. Just ridiculous. So funny. Well, anyway, guys, uh, what what else we got? What else we got for our fans and viewers? So the one thing I wanted to do, because we're talking about cutting Greg Robinson, we want to talk about, we're going back, we started the conversation with high school, gave you a little bit about us, what we did in sports. Now, one time, all three of us have gotten cut. All right. Fired. <laughs> Let yeah, go, whatever you want to call it. We got taken care of. We, got, we hey, also weren't making five million a year. I was making five and a half million dollars a year. Hour. I would do some nasty stuff for five and a half million dollars a year. <laughs> but we, we may have gotten cut. Now, Dante was telling us this story. You got let go, cut, fired back in high school. What happened? Yeah, I worked at Chipotle. I was flipping, uh, <laughs> flipping chickens on the grill. For two and a half, for two and a half, two and a half, maybe three months. The funniest part is I got fired on our last day of high school. I came in to work my shift. There was like an end of the year party that I wanted to go to because all my friends are going to be there that I wouldn't see yeah, forever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, have have zero mixed drinks because I didn't drink at the time, obviously. But um, I came in. I go, okay, I'm ready to go, and they brought me into the office and let me go. But the reasoning was the. The, the dumbest reasoning of all time. They said I wasn't fast enough, I guess, on the line, flipping uh, uh, Joe and Tyler their burritos. You're hooking slow them up the with, line? Yeah. It's, it's, well, not not in sports terms, but in Chipotle terms, I definitely was slow on the line. I, I gave maybe some people some extra steak on accident sometimes. That were my boys, and I hooked them up. But, yeah, they let me go. My stories are not as nearly as funny as Tyler and Joseph's because... Now, Joe got fired from Chipotle. I, or, excuse me, Dante got fired from Chipotle. I don't think it gets much worse than that. If it does, Joe, fill me in. Now, Dante said he was getting caught hooking up his boys with the extra steak. I was, <laughs> I was hooking up myself with those extra protein shakes. Yes, back in 2013, I myself got fired from, from GNC, General Nutrition Center, Live Well. Still go there on a weekly basis, love the establishment. Probably would never have left if I would have done something stupid. But, like I said, Dante was slow on the line. I was quick out the door <laughs> after taking probably $200 worth of product from the GNC. Yes, me, Joe Career, stole some GNC product. I do regret it, but you know. Now, were you at your regular store? What happened? No, were, no, are you man. just a thief? No. Or was it a moment of weakness? <laughs> you know what? It was a moment of impulse, just like going to the Canterbury Park. <laughs> <laughs> I was working for somebody at the Edina store, uh, the Edina Mall store. My home store is the Mall of America. They asked me to stay a little bit longer, and I thought I was, you know, getting undercompensated. So, so you had to work a double, and, you, and yep. you were pissed. I was, man. I wasn't getting paid enough to begin with, in my eyes. Probably was getting overpaid. Wait, what are you worth to a GNC store? Now, what were you making per hour at the time? Oh, it was definitely the 2013 Minnesota minimum wage is seven twenty-five an hour. Okay, plus well, commission, plus it, commission, it plus commission. Top five, top five, top five. Right. Now, what are you worth in your eyes, 2012? 2000. I'm probably worth the Greg Robinson $5.5 million. <laughs> 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 
I, I was slinging, I was slinging vitamins out the door. I was slinging protein out the door. I was giving the fingers. I was, I was, I was, like, I was, I was sales say, guy. I was sales guy. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, now on that topic, we got to hear Tyler's part because because I I haven't heard this yet. But Tyler, I think did something similar, if you will, uh, uh, that Joe did at his prior job when we were eighteen plus years old. All right. Disclaimer, if you're listening to it and you happen to be related to me, friends with me, my mother, I would like you to turn the podcast off at this time. Follow us on Instagram at Mixed Drink Sports. We appreciate your listen. For those of you that are left over, 